The Last Supper with Steph Sosa. Thanks for dropping by. Come and sus Steph's Life Spice. All her socials at spicysteph.com. Today on the Last Supper podcast, I've got Lauren Branson, and she's the owner and founder of the Your Food Collective right here in Newcastle. Lauren and her team source fresh local food grown locally. They pay a fair price for it and then sell it and deliver it locally. What a brilliant concept. So simple. Thank you so much for coming in and joining me today. Oh, you're welcome, Steph. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So you are from Your Food Collective, right? Yep, that's right. Tell me about Your Food Collective. We're absolutely awesome. That's the most important thing. I know. I do know this. (laughs) So we're an online farmer's market that connects you directly to local growers. So we're really about reigniting local food networks and making food sustainable because our current food system is so unsustainable. And you think and look at all of the things that are wrong with our food culture with our environment and a lot of it stems from food so we're fixing that essentially so we connect you directly to local growers and 95% of our growers come from within 200 kilometers of where you live so wow, it's really amazing, amazing. Yeah. 200 kilometers that's actually when you're talking about Australia that is actually really close isn't it, it is yeah so people think oh wow that's a long way away but it's not really and we need to have that kind of distance to get a good variety for people to eat because these days supermarkets have trained us to think that everything's available all the time and it's not actually, but by eating within a 200 kilometres radius of where you live, you can have a really good variety of yeah, food. Yeah, definitely. And there's, you, I think most people would be very surprised about what's around the corner from them. Yeah, I was talking to a guy yesterday and he said, oh my gosh, are there actually farms in the Hunter Valley or near Sydney? I'm like, yes, yeah, there are. A lot. <laughs> people have got to get out there. But the really sad thing is that there's not very many more farms there. So if you think about Newcastle or Sydney, the big food growing regions for yeah. them that are closest to them are Peets Ridge and then there's some coming out of southern Sydney. Yeah. And then if you're looking for fruit, then you go a little bit further to Orange and those sorts of places. Yeah. And slowly but surely those market gardens and the regions in which they grow in are moving further and further away from our major cities because we're not supporting them. And also if you go out and talk to a lot of the producers, the next generation doesn't have very much interest in taking up the mantle for what they're doing, which is really sad because there's a lot of knowledge and there's a lot of, I don't know, just beautiful food grown by beautiful people. But it's a lot of work for not a lot of reward Mm. and... Well, that's where supermarkets come in. They've done a very good job of taking all of the money out of it. So at Your Food Collective, we're changing that. So the producers that we work with get up to four times the amount they would through a major supermarket chain. So Because you cut out the distribution channel, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So it means that it just comes straight from them to us and then on to the consumer. So there's not four or five different middlemen all putting a mark up on there. So it means that the producers get paid fairly for the work they're doing so they can keep on growing. Yeah, you know, that to me sounds like a logistical nightmare. It How is. do you logistics do that? Is, <laughs> logistics is what we do. Yeah. And I think I'm passionate about food and not so passionate about logistics, but I'm learning. <laughs> but that's your thing, right? <laughs> I know. Well, it's a perishable product. So everything yeah. we do is just in time. So we don't hold on to any stock. Mm. It all comes in and goes out on the same day. So that's oh. how we manage our logistics. And yeah. then we do work with logistics partners. So we've got yeah. a bulk logistic partner and then a home delivery logistics partner. Yeah. But most of our producers also bring in the stuff to us. So that Are they, makes so they're actually delivering too. it themselves. Yeah to yep. you so you've got a big warehouse somewhere or 
all. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do. We've got a big warehouse where everything comes in yeah. and then we pick and pack all of the orders. We've got an amazing group of um, people that work for us. They pick all of the orders, they box them all up and then we send them out at the end of the day to either one of our collection points across Newcastle mm-hmm. or we home deliver across Newcastle. So do you Newcastle. home deliver now? I thought yeah, yeah. you only did collection points. No, I didn't realise no. you home delivered. Yeah, we home deliver. Oh, home wow, deliver. that's amazing. Yeah, so for busy mums, it's really easy. Mm. Absolutely. And so many people are looking for these resources now, aren't they, where they don't have to go out and do, they're trying to do as little as possible. I can't remember the last time I went into a shopping centre or a supermarket and my life is good. It is so much better for for doing it. I was even, we did go in a little while ago and my son got on the escalators. He's like, what are these, mum? Like, woohoo, he's five and he's got no idea what an escalator is. That is amazing. But you're also a busy working mum, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> so that's why he doesn't get to the shops much because you're busy. Who wants to spend time in the shops? We did some stats on it. So you save, I think it's up to three or four years of your life if you shop online, as opposed really to yes. Because think about How, the time. Well, think it, so it takes you know twenty minutes on the couch to yeah. do your order online. So that's your grocery shopping done for the week. You can yeah. even set a recurring order so that then you don't have to shop you buy ever the same again. Thing. Yeah, you buy yeah. the same stuff. Most people eat the same stuff yeah, all the time do. anyway. We're all creatures. Of habit yeah definitely but so um a set and forget order aside if you just do your shopping online that's 20 minutes on the couch whilst you're watching your favorite show, show on, on netflix, netflix. <laughs> years and years we we're just yes, talking yeah. about that we're yeah. all guilty of it yeah. or you can get in the car drive down to the supermarket you Find won't get out of that for more than under an hour and a half i don't think so you just add that up over the average shopping yeah. lifetime so if you think people do their grocery shopping from perhaps the age of 30 up until they're 80 i guess yeah. that's a lot of time it is a lot of time but three right. or more years of your life to do what you love how good is that or you could spend it in a supermarket aisle that's pretty crap I'm one of these unusual people that I actually enjoy the process of shopping for my food which is why I still go to farmers markets or and supermarkets too I'm guilty of doing both for convenience sakes so how can you sell me on something like this because I, I yeah, I'm I'm such a tactile person I like to smell and I like to make sure that what I've got is is the best that I've got so if you've got someone doing that for me yeah yeah so all of our staff as I said we've got an amazing group of mainly women actually that work for us they're yeah. all mums they're all cookers they're all eaters themselves yeah. and they do they pick and pack your order with so much love and yeah. I guess to make sure that we give you amazing quality it starts right at the producer so yeah. it's not just when the stuff comes into the warehouse it's all the way along the line. And I guess so for someone like you, I would say you just just have to try it. Yeah. And then you will love it because you'll get home, you'll open up your box. It's like Christmas all over again. <laughs> You're right. It probably <laughs> like, what is, I actually. Even order? Yeah. And the food that we have is so much fresher than anything you will get at a farmer's market or in the supermarket. Really? So in the supermarket, the stuff has been sitting around for up to two or three weeks mm. before you even get it. And you want to touch it. How many other people do you think have touched <laughs> your food before you touch oh, it as well? I never thought about that before. <laughs> I know. And That's scarring. So with us, it's it's touched by the producer and that's it. So we've just started our table grape season, which is one of the best oh. times of year for me. So we work with a local producer who has 30 different varieties of table grapes wow. that see us through from the end of December until... March and so he was talking about how can we maintain quality and make sure that the grapes are amazing throughout that season because they're organic grapes as well so they're not sprayed or anything like that and he said what they do also I don't know if you know but if you look at fruits and vegetables particularly plums and grapes they have what looks like a little like dusting on the outside of it so that's a protective layering that the plants grow naturally and and that's really good for your gut as well it's got lots of really amazing healthy bacteria and the more you handle that food 
the that coating oh comes off. So and um, yeah, and it's really good and important for us. So you can tell if something's fresh, particularly grapes. If they're shiny and and um, purple, they're not fresh. They should have a dusting coating on it so Mm. these grapes aren't even washed because he doesn't want to interfere with that outside layer of the fruit so all he does is he picks it off the vine he puts it in his box and he brings it down to us so no one has actually touched the grapes at all except for your packer yeah the packer by the time you get it and then so it is pretty special and really quite amazing isn't it yeah and I guess what you you've just got to trust like for people and I think there is a definitely a barrier to entry for people thinking about oh how do I stop and how do I commit to shopping online as opposed to going yeah. to supermarkets? But once you've done it once, you won't turn back because you save so much time. Yeah. And I guess you've just got to find a company that you trust, yeah. that works with your ethos and that you're happy in the quality of the produce with, which I'm sure your food collective you know, does that for most people. Because, yeah. yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a no-brainer for me. And I was thinking about when did I actually cross over to shopping online? I think it was when my sister-in-law... We were away for a weekend and we were coming back home thinking, oh, my gosh, it's Sunday night, the cupboards are going to be empty, what yeah. am I going to do? And she was on her drive home from the holiday. She was just she was online. She was doing it, grocery shopping done. You walk in the door, it's there on Monday or Tuesday. Like, awesome. How good so, is that? Yeah, it's just about maximising your time, yeah. I think, and prioritising. Yeah. The only time I've actually ever shopped online was to buy a gift for somebody. So if somebody has um, moved home or... Um, like I'm just someone's had a baby or something like that. I quite often will shop online and send them groceries or send them, you know, those kinds of yeah. things because I just think that's really helpful yeah, really, is, rather yeah. than, you know, a pretty outfit that they're going to wear once. But I've never really done it for myself before. Oh, you've got to get on board, yeah, Steph. I know, it I is. do, I do. Oh. <laughs> it's so You're convincing good. me. Yeah, You're yeah. Convincing it's me. the way of the future, like really. Superma- I don't know. I just I think about supermarkets and my skin starts to coil. I just I don't want to be anywhere near there. I want to be outside or I want to be in my kitchen cooking with the yeah. beautiful food I've yeah, got. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, if you know you're getting it directly from local producers, you know, like all of our stuff is picked to order. Yeah. It means it's super fresh. It's am- yeah. It is much better than yeah. what you will get from walking somewhere and picking it up. Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you. So how are you choosing your producers? So, yeah, we try to, we make sure that we offer people a wide variety of local yeah. produce. So if you wanted to restrict it to organic, then you'd have to get a lot of stuff imported from Queensland yeah, or Victoria. So you've got to argue and think, is it better for you to have something that was picked, you know, a couple of weeks ago, has yeah. gone through major distribution channels, or is it better for you to have something that's fresh, locally picked the day before you get it home as yeah. opposed to getting organic produce? Yeah, and something that I have recently learnt from one of my other beautiful people guests on my podcast is that a lot of people don't go through the process of, of being certified organic because it's actually a bit of a waste of time. So it costs you a lot of money yeah. and there's no no post certification policing so you can be organic today and be certified and tomorrow you could go back to doing whatever you like and yeah. you still got that organic so certification. a lot of our growers grow by organic principles mm. but for some reason or another whether it's financial or whether it's just the location of the farm they can't actually or they don't have certification yeah. because it is hard so it's five thousand dollars a year to be certified yeah. organic and for small to medium-sized growers That's which a lot are the of growers money. we support yeah it's huge yeah. um so yeah and i mean obviously like growing organically is probably the pinnacle of growing or biodynamic i guess yeah. Yeah. would be the pinnacle of growing 
and then um, organically. But all of our growers do grow sustainably and by supporting small family farms, it is much more sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you choose your growers? Yeah, so I guess we go out and meet the growers. We have a chat to them. We understand how they grow, what they grow. We taste their produce. Um, And then we just go through that process, I guess, and make sure they can fit in with us logistically so they can get the food to us. We make sure they've got an amazing product. Um, yeah, and that they fit in with our ethos of, of who we are and what we do and about and it's trying something different as well, I guess, because yeah. most producers do send their stuff through the central market. But so these are the guys that are looking for the future, they're looking for something different and they're looking to create a sustainable food network, yeah. which we currently don't have. So how big are you guys now? How big are we? So we currently have seven collection points across Newcastle and wow. we've just started delivering into Sydney, which is really exciting. That is very exciting. Yeah, I guess it just shows that there really is a demand yeah. for people who you know are convenience driven so they don't have time to go to every single one of these individual producers to get their food. So people want to really support local producers and they do want to be able to do it online and I yeah. guess that's what we're providing. So it's been great. We've This is our second year of operating and we've seen amazing growth in each one of those years. It's incredible to already be expanding to Sydney after just two years. That's incredible. It's cool. It's really exciting. Wow. And you don't just do fruit and vegetables do you? No so everything we like to think of it as a one-stop fresh shop so we do fruit veg meat dairy bread everything that you would need fresh and then we also have ready-made meals so we work with a couple of local chefs and restaurants who cook up their delicious meals and you can take them home and freeze them or cook them on the day so you've got lots of convenient stuff there ready to go. So I guess if you're trying to I guess live a a healthy way of living there's there's probably not a lot more that you would need to purchase outside of from your food collective there's no. a few staples like you know maybe flour sugar tea coffee you know those kinds yeah, of things yeah well, we do sell tea and coffee I actually do. so well, all you need to go. get is perhaps your toilet paper yeah. and um and any products and things yeah yeah but that's about it and I mean I must admit I think about what we do personally at home and you know like it should be our diet is mainly fresh fruit and vegetables yeah. and there's not many other things that we eat outside of that. Yeah, that's that's actually the pinnacle, isn't it? Really trying to trying to strive for that. Eat and as much fresh fruit and vegetables as possible. Yeah, and if you look at it, there are amazing or probably you know quite confronting statistics about obesity across Australia, and that you know less than sixty percent of adult Australians get the fruit and vegetables that they actually need. But I think the problem is, like, I'm not surprised because when you look at the fruit and vegetables that are dished up in supermarkets, it's not inspiring. No one no. wants to cook with that. It is so boring. No. <laughs> so right, it is. and so gross. And it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over yeah, again, isn't it? But if you get fresh local produce that's picked to order, then it is so easy to create oh. amazing meals. You don't really have to do anything with it. No. Half the time we just tuck it on the barbecue or steam yes. it, make a little sauce to go with it and you're done. And it's, and it's delicious and it's beautiful, isn't it? And one thing that people struggle with or that we all need to learn to do is to go without and to understand the seasons. So, you know, have strawberries in spring when they're beautiful and fresh and amazing and and then let them go let them go for a little while and then when they come back in a couple of months you'll love them so much more you appreciate them don't you yeah Yeah. oh look this one thing that i am passionate about eating seasonally and probably it's because it's so damn expensive when it's not and that's leeks and I tell you what, I just love them when they're in season. So leeks are actually delicious. in season all year round. So shop with your food collective and you can eat those. Pick oh, from a farm in oh, Pete's wow. Ridge all year round. It's, that's amazing, So I think it's it? also, like that's a really good point, is that a lot of people don't know actually what's in season yeah. either because supermarkets have conditioned us to think that everything's in season yeah. all the time. And also I think that's then... 
um, where you start eating food that's tasteless because you're eating it outside of the season. Yeah, it's not great. No. So are you supplying to restaurants and things as well? No, or we just don't have a wholesale offering at the moment. We will eventually grow that. But yeah, at the moment, it's just to mums and dads and households that we supply to. Wow, that's great. But that that's a, a niche in itself, I guess, isn't it? Like to be able to do that because you feel like sometimes this way of eating, and a way of buying is is quite often reserved for exclusive restaurants and, yeah. and people like that. So it's nice to be able to have access to that. Yeah, and what I think about when I think about your food collective and why we created it is it's definitely not an exclusive experience. It's just making real food available to people all the time. And by eating locally and seasonally, it's not expensive either. You know, we're a family of seven at home, so we go through a lot of food and understand budgeting and how to do all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, it's not exclusive and food shouldn't need to be. And healthy, good food shouldn't be something that just the top restaurants do. Everyone should be dishing it up every night of the week. Yeah, absolutely. Something that we've done in our family for probably about 12 months now is that we try and eat 30 different varieties of fruit and vegetable every week. And we did that for health reasons. My son was having some problems with his stomach and we really needed to grow the bacteria, the good bacteria in his gut. And honestly, it was a bit life-changing because we didn't realise how boring we'd become with eating the same thing over and over and over again because it's all it's available really and it's only when you start to go to things like I guess your food collective and the farmers markets and places like that where you see those things that are just a little bit different and a little bit unusual and start to try them incorporating them and making an effort to incorporate them into your diet that yeah you've just got to give it a go yeah, don't you, do. you but it's not just you like it's not just your fault for not eating a huge variety of foods because if you look at you know take it 50 years ago we eat 80 or less than eight sorry less than 20 percent of the varieties that we ate 20 years ago we're currently eating and that's because of our current distribution of food wow that's crazy so we've stopped growing all of the food and prioritizing food species for their flavor and we've started prioritizing them for their ability to travel long distances so yeah. their ability to be picked way before they're ripe to sit in a truck to be artificially ripened and tasteless yes exactly so if you go back to you know small-scale farming supporting local producers then you can there is a much greater availability of produce to you and it's also ripe when you get it so it's much more full of flavor as well much nicer to have sit there and sit there for a week (laughs) and the amount of times that i actually throw things out because they're not ripe and yeah. once they do become ripe, they just become mush and they're wasted anyway. It's because they haven't been picked when they're actually ripe or at the right stage in storage their life. for a long yes, time. exactly. All right, you have convinced me. <laughs> I will give it a go. Give I it promise. a go. I will. No, I, will. I definitely will. I definitely will. It'll be my next week's groceries. I will, will be from your food collective. Your I taste promise. buds will thank I'm you. I'm sure they will. If you'd like the service, tip us with a review on iTunes. It's free, you tight ass. Okay, so now before I let you go, I need to talk to you about your last supper. Have you thought about it? I was thinking about it a minute ago. Oh, really? It's a big question. I know, it's a huge question, especially if you're a foodie. It's really hard to narrow it down. But I think mine would be pretty simple. It would be Asian street food of some description. Oh, really? And I think it would be yeah, really simple. I think it would just be roti telor with oh. some sort of curry on the side. I don't Yum. know. That's, roti that's and curry sauce yeah. is amazing. I know, I know. Do you cook that yourself? Um, no, I don't, I've got to admit. We used to live on Christmas Island for a little while and oh, there were some wow. beautiful um, 
old Malaysian women that you'd sort of just <laughs> for your Saturday morning breakfast you go and knock on their back door and they're cooking roti and oh, have the curry going wow. I think it's just not in my genetics to cook a really amazing curry you've got to be Malaysian I think to be able to oh, do no, that I think you can learn I really, I'm you a can big learn. believer you can that you learn. can learn yeah. if you want to it's one of those things you, yeah. if you love to cook then it's one of those things you can, you can help learn. me out with my curry and you'll, I'll help you out with okay. your produce okay <laughs> it's a date you know there's a really great Malaysian restaurant in Charlestown Ah uh, no, I didn't. I and didn't. they make the best roti and curry sauce. Okay, mm. okay. I, I'll I give would it a actually go. just go there just for that and not eat anything else. It's okay, really good. Okay, really cool. Really There's really another good. one in um in Hamilton that I've been meaning to try. Oh so really? I'll have to do oh, that. There you go. So yeah. you need to just branch out a little bit. Yeah. You probably can't knock on their back door on a Saturday morning <laughs> and buy it from them, but I'm sure you can go there on a Saturday night yeah, and get yeah, it. Yeah. Although if you're dragging all those kids along, you probably don't want to do it either. No, we don't eat out very often. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them at home. Exactly. And what about dessert? Are you a sweet tooth? Oh, I am a sweet tooth. I didn't even think about dessert. Oh, what oh. comes to your head? What's I know, that's going to take of? some time. I don't know. I guess I would toss up between just some really amazing handmade chocolates rather mm. than actually a proper dessert. Yeah. Or probably a traditionalist at heart and my grandma's pavlova. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it all, a lot of it does come down to your memories, I think. So like your roti came down to a beautiful memory from Christmas Island and your pavlova has come down to your grandma's pavlova. It, it, all food all comes back down to well, a memory, I think. Well, I think that's what it should be, isn't it? And mm. they talk about, um, you know, society these days is so busy that hardly any people are sitting down to family meals together yes. or just eating food on the go. So there's no memories attached to that. No. So it's not surprising that people aren't eating the right kind of food yeah. and attaching the right kind of culture to that yeah. because all of it is lost. So we all need to sit down more often with people over that food. Yes, and talk about what we're doing and just reconnect, I think. Yeah, it's amazing. I honestly believe that eating dinner together can keep a family together it really can and I think if we can embrace that a bit more and have it with good wholesome food as well then it it can really be life-changing for people from a health perspective and from a mental health perspective oh mental health the food has so much to do with your mental health and just connecting with people as you said it's so important yeah and I think with you know beautiful programs like MasterChef and My Kitchen Rules people think that food has to be this amazing gourmet thing that you dish up but 90% of the time the stuff that you dish up on a midweek for a midweek meal doesn't look amazing it usually tastes amazing sometimes it doesn't taste amazing either but that's okay yeah it doesn't have to be perfect all the time exactly and people don't need to be afraid of doing stuff I agree and I think if you're starting from a good place you're going to get a lot better in the long run so even if you're not a brilliant cook if you're starting with some beautiful produce you're going to get at least half the way there yes yeah exactly and you don't have to do much to it like I was saying before and I think if everyone can take that sort of Italian nonna style of cooking and just you know three simple ingredients on the plate a bit of salt and pepper some olive oil you're done yeah absolutely adding some fat to it yeah it really does make the difference and I was talking to a nutritionist today actually and Lindy and she was saying that we've kind of been made to think that we should just eat steamed vegetables and a salad with the dressing on the side and not on it. And she's saying, but we're not going to keep eating it if we do that. No, so I know. put some butter on your vegetables, <laughs> put some dressing on your salad and then you're going to eat it and you're going to keep going back to it then. And then she was talking about the cravings that you have after you've finished a meal, that if you haven't had, you know, everything you need as far as that salty, sweet, yeah. savoury, spicy a little bit fatty, a little bit sweet, if you haven't had that in in a complete meal, then you're going to crave for that piece of chocolate cake or that ice cream after 
Do you need to feel satisfied when you eat? I think people's relationship with food is so interesting. You know, it's never-ending, the different fad diets and... Um, yeah. But, you know, you, you can't stick to that. You're right. You, you just need to give have it up. good, wholesome food. Yeah, you do. Get out and do some exercise. Yes. Get over all of the nonsense and just yeah. live life and have fun. Yeah, exactly. Actually, something that she said was that 20 minutes of gentle exercise is better than the hour at the gym that you're never going to do. It's <laughs> like, oh, I can really, really resonate with that. And I think we were talking with some um, some colleagues today and, like, you know, you just got to do it. There's so much procrastination yeah. out there, like, to join the gym or to eat healthily or whatever, to shop online and buy beautiful, beautiful produce. Yeah. Just do it. No more yeah. excuses. Yeah. Get home, jump online, eat some beautiful food, yeah. go for your walk along the beach. Yeah. There's, you just don't need to put excuses. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't have to delay. Just No. just need to take one action, really. Yeah. And then that leads to another action and that leads yeah. to another action and it just becomes a movement before you know it. No, and I think a lot of people look, I don't know, years and years fly by everyone for everyone, I think. Yeah. You know, everyone says, I'm busy, I'm busy, and time goes by. But if you don't do consciously do the things that you want to do, you're yeah. never going to be that person or no. you're going to make that change and you're, you're never going to have that happiness. So you need to just do it. There's yeah. no waiting, just, you know. No, just take the jump yeah, and yeah. do it. Yeah, absolutely. So where can we find you? Where can you find us? At www.yourfoodcollective.com. Jump online and say hello. Yeah, and you're on Instagram and Facebook too, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, so yeah, you can yeah, connect with you channels, that way. Yeah. So at the moment, just Newcastle, Hunter, Sydney area. Yes, yeah. But hopefully big things for the yeah, future. Yeah, you never well, definitely. Know. Everyone deserves local fresh food and producers yeah. deserve a future yeah, as well. Absolutely so we're committed, do. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Steph. My pleasure. Grab a wine and DM Steph. She'd love to hear what your last supper would be and what wine you're drinking.